All right, so we're touching on the sod of matzah now. The Moral told us that the matzah and the maror and the Karm Pesach are all eaten together. And this symbolizes the oneness of Hashem, which uh, you know, the way that he explained it all now is, and we'll go into this more, I think, uh, as well later, that um, you have the maror representing the affliction, the uh, the inui, and then you have the matzah representing the geula, and they're both coming from the Pesach, you know, they're both shy to the Karm Pesach, which represents the oneness of Hashem, even though these two seem to be opposites. Yeah? So that's the one the oneness of Hashem is such that it contains in itself everything, even seemingly the opposites. That's what he said that the old Devodazora aired in that they thought that uh, you know that, that from oneness uh, you know, can't come opposites, right? From one cannot come opposites. The answer is it depends. Is this one transcendent or not? I don't know if we went into this or not, right? But um, you know, fire and water are opposites. They can't coexist, except they both do, you know, they, they, they both share, for example, the fact that they are, uh, that they exist, Right? So there you are. So you find a commonality to them, right? And they're both they're both uh, out to maybe potentially accomplish a similar goal or, or, or whatever it is. So that's the that's how the the morale in third parak of Netzach Yisrael explains this. Uh, the uh, reconciles this dichotomy of opposites coming out of oneness. That first that that oneness. Wants only one thing, which is Klausel. But Klausel are going to be facilitated through many different, uh, on a lower level, right? Um, things that potentially uh, are opposite as far as they them, they're themselves concerned. But as far as the greater transcendent goal that's above them, they share that. Uh, actually, just because it's us, we can, we can just uh, take a small divergence over here. Um, I think that this speaks to. Can I pass up a second? I think this speaks to a concept of the. Um, this is, so there's a principle in math that if you have a right triangle, yeah, and you know any two of the sides the third side will be an irrational number. Yeah, so let's just do it easy. We'll do it. So right triangles, that means the two sides, let's say the x-axis and the y-axis, yeah, are, they're completely different. They share nothing in common, right? The x-axis exists in the x-plane, right? It's like all it knows is the x-plane. It's got zero, it's got nothing in the y-plane, right? Okay. And the Y plane exists only in the Y plane. It got nothing in the X plane, so two of them can't talk to each other. Like right. it's like, uh, right? Okay. Now the hypotenuse 
is the thing that it moves along both axes. It's the commonality between them. Okay. Right? It, it gets X and Y, both. Okay. So if X is 1 in my triangle and Y is 1, what's the hypotenuse going to be? 2. Not exactly. So remind you that... Isn't it 2, 2, 4? Hold on. So if I get a Rian theorem goes like this... One it's squared plus two squared equals... A squared plus B squared equals C squared. No? Exactly. Okay. Okay, so what's one squared? Oh, one. one, sorry. Plus one squared is right. one, so that's two. Right. So uh, equal, right, so so you get um, two equals C squared. Uh -huh. So square root which two. Is C is the square root of two. Right. Square root of two is an irrational number. Okay. Okay? So that, and that's, that's going to hold true... With as long as any two sides that are rational, the third side will be irrational, okay. which uh, I believe speaks to this concept of, let's say you have an Avram and then you have a Yitzchak. Okay. Avram is chesed, only expansion. That's all he knows, expansion, to going beyond, going beyond yourself, right? Yitzchak is guru. All he knows is going in, going in. The two of them are complete opposites. So Yaakov Avinu is the one that's supposed to be both of them. Now, here's the question. So let's say, if I got hot water and I've got cold water. So I mix the two of them, what do I have? Lukewarm water. Right. So that's not hot or cold. It's just kind of nothing, right? That's not what Yaakovino is, right? Or fire and water. What do I do? You pour the two of them one on top of the other, right? So either the fire extinguishes the water or you know, they're both dead or, or you know, they... they Right, but you certainly, uh, where's the third? So LMI, the only way that you can find a commonality between two opposites is to find a transcendent third which operates in a different plane than they, than they do. That's called irrational. An irrational number means that within these, within these numbers, within as far as these, these where we're concerned, right? We can't understand. That's what irrational means. We can't ever nail it down. Okay. We can't ever find that that correct place. Okay. Exactly. Yeah. Every time there's an irrational number, pi is another example, um, right? So, so those types of things, it means it's a relationship that can't exactly be identified okay. because it's coming from, uh, from like a different plane of reality. So that's that's the that's the um, the irrationality of the uh, square root of two, okay. which uh, which is a, a, an important uh, mathematical number. Okay, so that's uh, that. Is, so that's how the morale uh, is gonna. Be, uh, I think. You know. He didn't say all this stuff, but. Uh, that's the general approach, that the third one is transcendent. Michoel, he says, and Gavriel are two opposites. But there's a Boreolum above them who is not fire or water, but he is a source of existence. So that's like that, that ties the two of them together. Okay. Okay. So, with the exception of the way Rabbi Gershfeld always framed it, is that Yosef was the transcendent element of unless I'm understanding it wrong, that Yosef, representing Malchus, was able to bring out Yaakov's MS in a far more uh, 
defined and approachable way. Yaakov himself was not able to cross the chasm from MS being, like, internal to external. Okay. Okay. So wouldn't that be a stero with what you just said? I don't hear how speak it out. Where does Yosef fit into that? If Yosef is an integral part of the... Bring it out. I mean, Yaakov is... So basically, you got... So back to our triangle over here. Yeah? So this triangle, the two that are opposites, and then the third one, which is operating on a different plane... That is represented by the what's referred to as a segol. Segol is obviously a vowel, which is represented with three dots. Two of them are in the same plane, but opposites. That would be like, let's say, chesed and gvura, right? And then the third one is not in between, because that would just be not chesed or gvura. It just can't be nothing, right? Rather, it's on a different plane, either lower or higher. So in the middle, but on a different plane. Okay, and that's what allows it to have both because it's a different thing it's called emes okay. for example so emes is not chesed or gvura right. but it encompasses both of them correct okay so now what you say is a different point is is an expression of that okay not talking about expressing okay. bring out concrete all those other things that has to do with yisod or malchus however you want to call it that's a different point but okay. just right now we're, we're, we're in the realm of three okay okay so that's, but, but so the, what the Maral wanted over here is that that's the setup. I mean, as far as he's concerned, that's the setup over here. You got the current Pesach, the transcendent one, that's able to unite two seeming opposites of Maurer and Matzah. Maurer is Inui, Matzah is Geula. Okay. Okay? Now, he says, Ve'im Tirza Toichaloimar Kemoshi Pirisha Ramban. Sorry, apologies. He said, no. said, said, said earlier, uh, we, I guess we should start a few sentences back, Valtoimer. And yeah. don't say, Haray, Hamatza, Enamora, Ala Geula. The Matzah does not speak to the salvation. Rak, Bishul Shalo, Hispik Bitskas, Shel, Avoseinu, Lahachmitz. Like we saw in this past week's Parsha, that the dough did not have a chance to rise. Uh, during the during the Gula Mitzrayim, Ki Girshua Mitzrayim, Vezelo Haya Belaila Kodem Sheyetsu, Bishlei Mahamororim Shapir Mora Al Shibud Yisrael, Aval Matza Shehu Mora Al Gula Echaya Mora Al Gula. Vadain Lohaya. Vizeshla Hispik Bitskam Shalavosenula Hachmitz. So that's what you might say that the matzah was pre Gula. We had not yet left when the dough did not yeah, when when the dough uh, when we were eating the matzahs on that night. The matzah and the, and the maror and the current pesach that night that we're eating, we we we'd not we'd still not been freed. So the so someone might basically ask a stira that wait a second the pasuk on the one hand indicates that matzah represents geula because matzah says that that when we left Mitzrayim we left in such a hurry that their dough didn't have a chance to rise. So that would represent Gula. 
But on the other hand, wait a second. But we were eating the matzah the night before already. We had the commandment to eat the matzah, right? With the current Pesach, prior to having left. So isn't that a proof that the matzah does not represent Geula? That's what, that's what one might say. You hear? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, says the morale, in Tirzah, so he says, first of all, he obviously, that type of an introduction means if you want, you can say like the Ramban, right? But obviously he himself is going to say something different. Yeah? But he's saying, <laughs> one way to push off this Kasha is, is, is like the Ramban. That what? Shaya That Hashem knew. Shasidin says Bechiposon. That... We will be leaving in a tremendous hurry. Hashem knows everything, right? And that our dough will not have a chance to rise. And that will be the symbol of Geula. So Hashem already on the night of the four, uh, I mean, on the, on the, on the night of the Tasvav, when we're eating, sitting and eating our Karim Pesach in Egypt, still, still not yet free. Yeah? But Hashem already commanded us to eat matzah. Because he knows that tomorrow we're going to leave such a chiposan that our dough is not going to have a chance to rise and matzah will become the symbol of gula. So he's having us eat that already. That's what the Ramban says. Shikach Amar. That's what the Pesach says. Bishalcho. Uh, when the Egyptians sent us out, yeah, so the Pasuk says, um, yeah, basically, I'm going to do more, I'm going to do one more Makkah to Egypt, right? Vakar Kain, Yishalach Eschem, afterwards the Parah will send you out, Mizeh, Kishalcho, when he sends you, Kala. Uh, it'll be an, a, a complete sending. Gareshi, Gareshi Eschem, Mizeh. He will totally send you out, totally separate you off. And send you out. Okay. Um, so, Kemosha Gilalahem, she Garsham, she Garishasam, Balkorham. Okay. Balkorham. Yep. What? Mm-hmm. He, he, he changes it. Never mind. Okay. So, just like Hashem. Revealed already to Moshe and Aaron that we will be sent out, right? And it will be, you know, not even up to us to do it. We're going to be rushed out, right? So too, it's going to be such a fast uh, letting out that even our dough won't have a chance to rise, and that's why Hashem already commanded us uh, to eat matzahs. That's what the Ramban says. Anam lekamani is buyer, It says the morale, but you know, that, that was a technical answer. Words, it's a good answer. Hashem certainly did know. But later on, I'm going to explain to you that there's not there's, there's no difficulty at all to deal with. So it's it's kushemi uh, karalesa, right? Um, as we'll see. V'hunachon kasher amarnu sheikar hamatza mora al hagula 
כמו המורורים שמורה על שיבוד. כי המרירוס מורה שיבוד. So now, uh, now he's about to get into more, but בקיצור, he's saying right now, for now we're going to suffice with the answer of the Ramban, later on you'll see it's not a kasha b'chlal, but eishiyiyye, the Pasuk tells us, b'peh mole, what is matzah, why do we eat matzah? We eat matzah because we left with such a tremendous speed that the dough didn't have a chance to rise. So you see clearly the matzah represents gula. Yeah? It's just not true though. Which part's not true? Well, I think I said this last week. Yeah. Before you answered. It's true the Pasuk says that. Yeah. But it's also not true. Why is it not true? We had matzah the night before. So the Ramban just told you that Hashem commanded you about the matzah the night before because... No, sorry, since, we commanded matzah since Rosh Chodesh, no? No? No. No. Okay. Okay. So the Ramban said that being that Hashem knows that we're going to leave the Chippasan, we're going to leave very quickly, so the matzah will be the symbol of Gula. Right. So we already got that command, and let us say this, so we should feel like free men, that we should know about, you know, that we're already eating the matzah, so to speak. Right? Even though it's not yet become uh, the symbol, but Hashem already gave it to us as a mitzvah already. Okay, the morale right. will explain other ways, but, okay. but so either way, Morale feels it's it's uh, that 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 is a uh, inescapable fact of what the, the pasuk says that the matzah is for the gula. Okay, now what about the moror that it represents shibud? Yeah, kiamorirus mora shibud, the bitterness that indicates uh, enslavement. Why? Lefisha Adam mispoil minhamarirus, kemo she mispoil hamishubud. Person eats some crane or some spicy chili peppers or something like this, right? Or jalapeno pepper, right? So it totally um, rocks your whole mouth and palate and even all the way up to your nose and, right, everything else. Didn't he say this in the previous paragraph? You might have said it. It could be, it could be I alluded to it, I don't remember. You said that Maror is yeah. being acted upon. That's right. Uh-huh. So you, you stole the punchline. Yeah. Okay, fine. Yeah, I have the, uh, the advantage of having learned, learned to say for a few times in the past. Okay, so um, yeah, so therefore, that's just like an avid who is a uh, who, who is nispoil from his master, right? The master pushes him there; he goes there. The master says, "Go do this; you go do that." So he's constantly um, being acted upon, as opposed to being a you know a, a proactive. Uh, person, right, who decides his own trajectory in life and where he's going and what he's doing, right? So, so when I'm eating matzah, I'm not impacted by anything. I am completely, I'm able to have total tra- internal tranquility, be thinking exactly the thoughts I want to be thinking, be feeling exactly the feelings I want to be feeling, right? But when I eat 
some freshly um, freshly ground grain, right? I can't be thinking anything else except for wow, that grain really has a kick to it, right? So I'm being uh, the spoil over here. Lekach hamurorim morim alashibud v'chein hamatzah shenikreis matzah. The word matzah. What does the word matzah mean? So it's called matzah b'shul she'ein ba tam klal. Can you explain that? Yeah. yikabul shum hispashtus. Hispalus. Thank you, hispalus. Okay, so matzah is a term for um, totally unprocessed animal hides. It's uh, they they're just they, they are simple. I mean, just like skins hanging on a wall or something? No, 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 not about hanging on the wall. We're not talking about what you use them for right now, right? But the point is that, it, that um, it's, it, they are simple, they are undefined, they're, they're just... Uh, here, he's about to say it, actually. Verozal shimshu bloshan matzah, the Chazal used this language of matzah, al dover she'ein bo tam klal. Something that has no um, taste to it. Liker also b'she matzah. Shekaru shelo moliach. No, shekaru or skins. I don't have that word or. Like I said, it is talking about skins, right? But uh, maybe that's a that's a Gersa thing. By me, I don't don't have it. No, it's in the Shino news class. Hmm? In the okay, you put it in the machine. Okay, fine. I think it reads okay like this. Um, now, open quote. This is the Gemara in Shabbos. Shalom Maliach Velo Kamiach Velo Afitz Matzah. So we have three different levels um, of processing of skin. This is talking about um, carrying out different shurim. For what you can and cannot carry out on Shabbos, I mean, you can't carry any of these things out on Shabbos. But what amount of it is significant to be called a, a shear that a person will be chayev for carrying it out on Shabbos? Yeah. So it depends on how processed it is, right? So this we know about cloth, right? Cloth would be the thing that you write a sefer Torah on. There's uh, that's like fully processed, right? There's less processed stages, yeah, and the least processed stage. The one that doesn't really have anything to it is called matzah. Okay. What's afif? No. So I can tell you the first two. These are different stages of processing of the of the skins. So first you salt the 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 skins, then you take flour and you rub it on there. Um, and then maybe you scrape it or something. Okay. Okay. I think I think it may, maybe scraping or something. But uh, I have to see what Rashi says over there. Okay. So bishvil she'ein bo davar klal. It's not something that has any defining characteristics to it. Lefikach hamatzehi al cherus shekahu 
So Heirus, freedom is what? Freedom is that it's open-ended, it's a blank check, it's a, you know, blank piece of paper, you could you know, do what you want, right? So it's, it's totally um, undifferentiated, undetermined. Shashibud Nirmuz Bumaror. I feel like that's a steer with Kiruv Shkafa. Kiruv? Kiruv Shkafa. Yeah, what do you mean? Where they would say that that's not freedom. That, you know, the secular world holds that freedom is no obligations, no uh, direction, getting to do whatever you want. But that's not real freedom. Real freedom is doing whatever you want within a... Uh, doing the right thing within a broader frame, getting to... Well, I, I mean... I, 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 don't, I assume that's not what he means. That's why we have a Korban Pesach. The Korban Pesach that comes with the Matzah... Matzah represents one aspect of freedom. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Um, but together with that, you have the Korban Pesach, which represents the oneness of Hashem. Yeah? They're meant to be eaten together. So I think that's the point that you're getting at, is that we don't believe in freedom for the sake of freedom. We right. believe in freedom for the sake of giving a person the opportunity to serve Hashem. Right. Yeah. But um, but freedom is freedom. Yeah, you hear the difference? Yeah. Okay. Ukemo sheashibud nirmas bumarur al shame hamarirus hamuflug hamora al shibud just like a super duper bitter thing that you know hits a person like a truck, right? That speaks to enslavement. Kikol maror haochlo mispoil. Anyone that eats something that's bitter is gonna be acted upon minamoriruso from its bitterness. Kach mora hamatsa. Al Herus Shein Bahis Pilus. That and that is what freedom is. Freedom is not being impacted by anyone. Right? Leave me alone. Let me do my thing. Let me figure out who I am. Okay. Vod Daki E F Shar Shiyotsu Israel Minashibud Kiim Aide. If we're going to leave this enslavement, it has to be through Hashem Himself. No other, nothing else will be a, a circumstance, a situation. It will never be the consequence of anything else that we should leave this Shibud. Only Hashem who is a Rishon, right? The, the, this whole Parsha in the Chumash starts off with HaChodesh Hazeh Lachem Rishon Chadoshim, right? Uh, and Hashem is described as Rishon, like the Derech Hashem says, right? That Hashem is Rishon Kadim Venitzchi, Right, so Rishon, what does Rishon mean? Rishon means he's the 
beginning of everything, of every activity, every chain reaction, everything in this world is a set of um, you know, A leads to B leads to C leads to D. So at the beginning of every set is Hashem. He's the beginning of any chain of events. Okay? So, HaChodosh HaZelachem, HaChidosh HaZelachem, Chidush HaChodosh, the beginning of the month, the brand, it's a, a new, a reset, a new, a new start. Yeah? This is the, this is the first of the months. This is the Rishon. Right? That is, speaks to Davka, to, to the Ghoul of Klausrel, and that's going to happen, Davka, through HaKodesh you know, Boruch who is the ultimate, the, the, the absolute Rishon to any um, sequence of events. Okay, so, Ulfikach, Lo Yotsu Yisrael B'madrega Sheyesh Ba Zman. Okay, so like this. Um, if it would be that the Jewish people's Geula from Mitzrayim was, you know, every historian, right, wants to, what's the concept of history? History is not meant to be a recording of a bunch of random events, right? That, that would just be, I guess, record keeping or something, right? What's history? History is that they're trying to show a causality of events, a progression, right? I mean, a good historian, I guess, a really good historian, would set for himself the goal to show how if you start with, I guess, point A, whatever that would be, uh, you know, back in, you know, whatever he thinks is the beginning of, uh, you know, civilization or whatever it is, right? Um, and then from there all the way to Z, which is where we are today. Okay. We need to show a causality how everything goes, okay. right? Because... Uh, that that's what that's what they b- believe in, and correctly so. That um, nothing, almost nothing, <laughs> uh, nothing in the natural world occurs in a vacuum. It's a result of what happened prior to it. Okay. Um, and that's what zman is. Time is the flow of these sequence of events. And what is this? Time is a measure of change. Okay. Right? So, if nothing changed, then no time passed. Okay? Okay. So, if I say, oh, A became B, then B became C, then C became D. You say, okay, I got it. That's that's flow of time. Okay. Okay. So, now, if Clausel would be saved because by now... The Egyptians had uh, developed uh, a new form of agriculture, and now slaves were no longer as valuable as they used to be. Um, and uh, you know, and uh, you know, blah blah blah. And uh, the um, some of the regional powers had shifted, and that, and, and and now there was a balance of power between them and Assyria, and therefore the Jewish people were, were able to leave. Okay. Yeah, that's what a historian would like to, you know spin that type of a tale, okay. right? Then it would be that the Jewish people's geula really was the result of 5, 10, 20 steps earlier where 
you know, the, the agricultural system had shifted. They invented the plow shard or whatever it is. They, the the uh, the Assyrians had risen to power, right? Okay. And therefore, the Jewish people are now okay. being saved. Okay. Um, we'll see why that's why that's not how it works, right? Isn't it posh it that there were makos and that caused the Yidden to leave? What, what am I? Sorry, am I? Yeah, yeah uh, I mean, you're you're right. There were makos that caused the Yidden to live, leave, but say theoretically. Um, could it be that oh well this was the time was ripe for the Makos that you know by now the Jewish people were ready and the Egyptians were receptive okay. and uh, w- okay. you know whatever else right um, or is it that it was a unilateral decision by Hashem to do okay. this okay so if it's something that's happening in a vacuum out of nowhere. Right, it's coming from the will of Hashem. Yeah, then that is not subject. That's not uh, in, within the flow of time. Right, flow of time. Time is always flowing. Every moment is being born from the previous moment. Yeah. So the, the zman speaks to causality from okay. the past to the present, flowing into the future. Okay. Okay. So what the Maral is trying to say is being that, and he's not getting into right now why that is definitely the case, Yeah, but, but being that, uh, the Geula the Klausel had was not through any other intermediary, was not through any causality, except the, the Ratzon Hashem, so therefore, uh, it, it, it needs to be viewed as happening outside of the flow of time. Now, obviously, it happened at, you know, uh, th- th- there was also, um, you know, there was, it was a certain, I guess, date, right? If, you ca- if you're keeping a calendar, might be a date. But even the Kodesh Boru commands us, it's a new month. This is the beginning of the month. This is new. Why? Because don't think this is a continuation of something that's been brewing for a while. Don't think that this is the development, right, of, that's been going on. Rather, it's a brand new thing that's happening. And... Therefore, the symbolism, you know, the spiritual, the segula of the food that's going to represent this type of a geula is going to be something that is not under, uh, under the flow of time. That is not, not within the flow of time. Does that make sense? Okay, so let's see. He'll 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 flush this out a bit more as well, and then um, if not, we can we can talk about it again. Okay. So lefikach lo yotsu Yisrael b'madrega sheyesh bazman. It was not the, the the spiritual force that took the Jewish people out was not something that is within time. Rak b'madrega sheein bazman. It's something that transcends time. Uh, I, 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 know, I, I remember I was talking to a very intelligent uh, Yid who is not uh, keeping a lot of mitzvahs currently. Most mitzvahs currently not keeping. Um, and he asked me a kasha. He says, how can you tell us, how can the Torah say 
that there was an exodus of 600,000 men and all their families, which you're talking about millions of people leaving Egypt within the course of a few hours, right? That anyone that knows anything about evacuation, right? If you, if you, if one would need to evacuate, so you'll say you're talking about three million people, right? If I would need to evacuate, um, you know, whatever is Manhattan, right, or something like, just the roads. Imagine the traffic on the roads, right? How wide do you think the Egyptian roads were? Um, let's say they were sixteen amos, right. right? All right, that's sixteen people shoulder to shoulder, like packed like sardines. Now, do, if you do the math. Right, once there's uh, sixteen thousand people on that one street, then you got a thousand, you know, sixteen wide, a thousand deep. This is going to be choked up. Everything is going to be so choked up. He said, anyone who knows anything about moving big masses of people, it would take days, if not if not more, to get that many people out of all these metropolises. Not wrong, just don't. See why that would bother someone, but the table wouldn't, for instance. You know, like he asked about that as well. Okay, fine. <laughs> All right. Um, so I said that's a, it's a great observation. It's a, exactly right. That's why the Pesach stresses this was a miraculous thing. The speed with which we left was not al derechatava. It was lamale minazman. Yeah, that's. Uh, that's that's exactly what we're talking about, right? The Madriga Sheinbazman Ki Kola Dvorim Novantakasman. Usually something operates within time. Now here it's more importantly, you know, that that the events that preceded this, that, that led up to this, that they, you know, culminated in this, but even at the time itself. But say the Posak itself is made that it was a miraculous thing. Look, you how fast you left. Yeah? So, um, that, 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 was, that, was, uh, that was the answer to, to his kasha. Okay. V'nevroim bezman, zulas Hashem Everything that exists also is, with, is within zman. The only one that's not within zman is Hashem. Hashem is not within zman. That is um, what we say, that Hashem, that Hashem, very beginning, the Hashem says that Hashem is Kadmon, Venitzchi, right? That Hashem is primordial, He is eternal, He is unchanging. All those speak to being transcendent from time. Ulakach says that Hashem created time with the statement, with, with the word uh, Beratius. First word in Chumash, Bereshus. That's the creation of time. Because the beginning, once you start talking about beginnings, that's, that's, that's uh, you're talking about causality already. One leads to two, one leads to three. That's time. That's the creation of time. So that's why, that's why Hashem forbade to us Chumash. And again, this was before we left already, Right? We're not allowed to have chametz. Shehavayoso nasa bizman. What what's chametz? Chametz is what, something that allows allowed to sit around and do nothing. And due to the passage of time, 
it becomes chametz. Therefore, we were commanded davka on matzah, which is something that is not subject to time. It's not, it's not under the um, flow of time. Therefore, when we're going out to freedom, what are we eating? We're eating hamatza. She'ein la hemshech zman klal. Now you're going to say, wait a second, but doesn't matzah, yes, have, yeah, it does take some time, right? It's not an instantaneous process, right? So we'll get to that in a second. V'ozo lehem ha'chometz, she'nasa bezman, ki Yisrael yotzu lecherus b'madrega elokis she'ein bazman. Okay. So the point is that um, if something lays around idle, doing nothing for for a little while, then it means it's just um, it's being machmets, right? Uh, we, we we spoke about this extensively in Mesulsi Sharm by Srizus, right? So Chazal say Ein machmitzin the darshan Ein machmitzin asamatzes. And machmitznes are mitzvahs. Shouldn't be machmitz your mitzvahs. Why? Because you, obviously, well, okay, it's a bigger discussion. But I'll use regalachas because you don't want your mitzvahs to become tevedika things. You don't want them to be tachas asman. You want them to be shaykh to alukus to 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 Hashem who is lamalim in asman. But. I, but every mitzvah takes some time to accomplish. Mitzvahs could take hours sometimes to do a mitzvah. So what's the point of being bezrius to start it? Answer is once you're engaged in it, you're involved, you're doing it. However long it takes, it's all attributed back to that first point of initiation of, of contact. Yeah, as long as you don't pause, as long as you don't just sit around and let it be machmets. Same thing with with matzah dough, right? As long as you're working it, it could take a half an hour. And it's never it's never considered to be just um, within time. Yeah, it's uh, it's all a result of that one. Uh, you know, the, the, I started the action, and, and that action is is it's all the, just that action. Time is time doesn't have any factor. If I could do it faster, it could be done faster. It, it's not. It doesn't have to wait around. It doesn't have to sit around for time to get to it. Yeah. So that's making me love matzah. I never have a type of matzah. Oh, okay. So maybe, maybe the. Oh, uh, actually, um, 